what's up? Welcome to the Human Experience Podcast. My name is Sydney, and today I want to talk about victimization and this pattern that we can fall into of playing a victim in our lives. I think that this is super important to talk about because it's relevant every day and in almost all moments because our minds are constantly perceiving our realities and those perceptions over time are creating the story of our lives. And I don't think there's anybody that wants to go through their life constantly feeling like a victim, like all this shit is happening to them and it's out of their control. And it's just overall very disempowering to operate from this mindset. And sometimes it's really obvious. You know, I looked up what are some common phrases of being in the victim mindset. And they say, bad things are always happening to me. I'm deserving of the bad things that happen to me. Nobody cares about me or what has happened. I have no choice about what happens to me. Obviously, that's a quick Google search. And sometimes I think that is how playing a victim can show up in our lives. I also think that it can be way more subtle and subconscious. And we might not often realize that the way that our thoughts are processing, the way that we're choosing to view reality without any sense of mindfulness or putting those thoughts into check can really start to rule our lives and there's going to be a confirmation bias. If you believe that you're unlucky, well, guess what? Every time that something you can perceive as unlucky happens, you're going to use that to back up the fact that you're right and this is true about yourself. So I think it's really important to, again, have this conversation, bring awareness to the different elements that are at play within this topic of victimization and how we can move forward and and have some more hope. The first example of this that I want to talk about is in interpersonal connections. You know, we have all these different relationships in our lives, events take place. Inevitably, we take actions that can sometimes hurt other people. Other people take actions that can sometimes hurt us. And I find in those situations, in particular, the victimhood can really soar. And something I've learned over the last year, which can be a hard pill to swallow, is that in a given situation, everyone has their own view, and their view of the situation is their reality. So if we're not mindful when something happens, it's really easy to cling on to our version of the story and feel that we are right, that someone hurt us and they fucked up and they are in the wrong. And maybe you find yourself in these situations a lot where people, you feel like people are walking all over you or you feel like you're being completely disrespected in a situation. And before you go off and run with that story, I think it's important just to take a deep breath and accept right off the bat that everyone else involved in the situation has their own idea of what happened. And 
not one person is is more right or wrong about their versions of the truth. That doesn't change the fact that if you hurt someone or if someone hurts you, your feelings are valid. I just think that by zooming out and realizing everyone has their own little world that they're living in and the way we operate, the actions we make, the way we communicate with others is all coming from this story that we have of our lives. This can also happen on the other side of if someone has a really strong personality and is dictating to you, hey, you did this, this is what happened, you need to see it this way or else you're wrong, and this has happened to me, then you can fall into this kind of other side of, oh my God, I'm a terrible person. I am a fuck up. I don't know how I did this. And then it's easy to just spiral into the darkness, honestly. So again, I think in these types of situations, being super mindful, taking a breath, tuning in with your mind and finding a balance of tuning in with your heart is so important. Because if you can realize that there's not one given truth of any situation, you can take your power back. You don't have to feel like a victim of, oh, this shit just happened to me, or my friend just did this to me. It's like, there's always going to be more sides to every story in life. And I think the more that we can practice the skill of zooming out and seeing things from other angles, seeing maybe where we did fuck up or where someone else did really hurt us and pinpoint the behavior, the less that we feel like completely out of control of the situation. Obviously, in that first sort of generalized example, um, that's more relating to conflicts that can come up between humans. But let's talk about where it can show up simply within ourselves. (sighs) The curse of perfectionism. And what I really mean when I use this term is waiting to do something because you think it could always be done better. Now, this is the like Google definition. Perfectionism in psychology is a broad personality trait characterized by a person concerned with striving for flawlessness and perfection and is accompanied by critical self-evaluations and concerns regarding others' evaluations. Now, This one's kind of tricky because I think it can be so easily disguised. Um, And what I mean is like, I always heard about perfectionism and that that is something to be mindful of, but I never thought that I fell into perfectionistic ways of being or thinking at all. And I think it's because I don't mind if I don't make my bed. I don't mind if there's a few clothes on the ground. I can be a little bit messy. And therefore, I thought, no, I'm not a perfectionist. A perfectionist needs their space to be perfect all the time. I don't know why. That's what my mind always went to when I thought about perfectionism. Um, And then one day I realized like, oh, shit, I think this is affecting me. And I think my lack of awareness of how it's affecting me is keeping me so paralyzed by it. Because 
if you always think that you need to wait to be a better version of yourself to take action in your life or to do something in your life that's helping create the story that you want to create for yourself, you're never going to do it. And that's where I think phrases of being a victim intertwine with being a perfectionist and where it can be really hard to see this taking control over our lives. For example, you start a new job. You think, well, I really want to get into a good workout routine, but I just started a new job. So let me cut myself some slack. Let me get the hang of this and then wait until I get the hang of this to start going to the gym. Or even with this podcast, you know, I've been wanting to start this podcast for a long time. I've had the desire to share my voice in this way for a really long time, but I would convince myself that I needed to achieve something else to be worthy to have my voice heard. Or I needed to feel more grounded within myself to start doing this. And I've just really realized that that has held me back and I think can hold a lot of people back in a lot of ways. And this idea that it's better to start and be imperfect than to wait to be perfect to start because then guess what? You're never going to fucking start. So the way that I see perfectionism is you're sort of paralyzed by comparison of a future idealized version of you. I think another way that this idea of victimization can fall into place is by actually comparing yourself to others. And the most fucked up thing about how we're mostly comparing ourselves these days to other people is that it's based off of their social media. Because, you know, that's a lot of times all we have access to. And I think social media can be an amazing tool. I don't think it's a surprise to anybody that it can be super harmful. And one that I think is not talked about quite as much is I don't think we're really meant to be up to date with this many fucking people. I mean, it's cool. In some ways, I like it. But I think from like viewing humans as animals and looking at our nervous systems and what we're able to take on and what we have taken on historically, it's really overwhelming to see all these different people's lives from elementary school to the vacation you took that one time to college to people you're meeting now in adulthood to like literally everyone you've ever met. I mean, it's pretty crazy just to even take that reality in for a second. But that's also a lot of people that we're having access to and able to compare our lives to. And again, this is where mindfulness is so important. You can see someone post a beautiful beach on Instagram or post that they just got a new job promotion on LinkedIn. And you're unemployed and you're not able to take vacations and you wish that you were succeeding more in your career. And poor me, my life is so hard. Everyone is getting what they want except for me. And I think the first thing to do to cut off this way of thinking and call your power back to you is remember 
how fucking fake social media is. And remember how complex being human really is. That, oh yeah, that person that's traveling around at these beautiful locations, they're actually really struggling with these inner demons and are not able to fully enjoy where they're at and wish that they could just be where you're at, which is maybe with your family or with a friend or maybe in a more mundane situation, but feeling more peace. Or the person who just got the job promotion might really hate their job and might feel completely stuck in this reality and feel like completely worn down that they should feel so amazing from this job promotion. But guess what? It happened. They're making more money and they're still just as depressed or still struggling the same amount with whatever it is in their lives. So I think making assumptions of what we see on people's news feeds or whatever can lead us to create stories of our own lives, how they compare, how it's not as exciting and glamorous. And realizing who you are, what's important to you, you know, really what are your values can help you shift away from comparison. And one idea that's been introduced to me in the last year that I think is so fucking helpful is this idea of parts work. And you could look into this and dive super deep, but the way that I'm referencing it is just realizing that there's different parts of ourselves. And these different parts of ourselves might want slightly different things in life. And getting to know these different parts of yourselves is so important to take your power back. Because if you're on Instagram and you see an influencer who's traveling the world, who's in a different location every single week, and you're thinking, oh my God, that's that's the dream. That's all I want in my life. And this is something I very much relate to, so I'm actually kind of talking about myself in this. So there's a part of me that would love that reality, right? But there's another part of me that actually really loves having a home, that likes decorating my space and having my things put away in a place where I can find them. And when I actually think about life when I'm traveling and living out of a suitcase, yeah, you know, there's parts of me that don't like that. And there's parts of me that do. So I think the more that we can create space for all parts of ourselves, the more we can find peace of wherever we're at in life. Maybe there's a part of you that really wants to have a partner and kids, and that is, that is the goal. But right now, you don't have that. And so maybe you feel like a victim to that. But when you really tune in, there's also a part of you that loves the freedom to go do whatever you want, whenever you want to, in a way that having a partner and kids wouldn't allow. This can also tie back into perfectionism because I think we all have a little part of ourselves that want to do things perfectly and want to be perceived in a way that reflects highly of us. 
And to just even say out loud to yourself, like, hey, hey, Sydney, there's a part of me that wants to wait to start a podcast because I think I would be able to provide more value for people when I'm older or when I've experienced more things. And then I can say, okay, for sure, Sydney, I hear you. I get what you're saying. You're valid in wanting that. But there's also a part of me that wants to share my voice today. And there's a part of me that fears if I do wait to be perfect, once again, I'll never start. So the more that I feel into this, the more I can have this dialogue with these different parts of myself, the more I can say, oh yeah, I honor this, I validate this, and I want to start this fucking podcast, and I want to do it now. So again, some takeaways of this episode are really to become more aware of yourself and where you might be telling yourself a false narrative, where you might be using language that's taking away your power. Making these small shifts in our language is honestly a huge part of it. And I remember I saw this YouTube video a few years ago. And I actually, I tried to look it up. It's gone. So I can't fully reference it. But what I remember is there were three shifts that she said to make in your language. And I only remember two. But the two that I remember is instead of saying, oh, I have to do this. I have to go to work. I have to work out. I have to do X, Y, and Z. Shifting to I get to work out. I get to move my body and feel good and healthy. I get to go to work and provide value for this team I'm working with and make money and support myself. So that one I really love. The second one is instead of labeling yourself as, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. I'm just not good at this. It's just how it is. And having this sort of black and white way of thinking about yourself moving and always striving to move more into the gray zone and in this example i'm working on this i'm practicing getting better at xyz the shifts that that makes truly in like a cellular level in our bodies is so beautiful and profound I love talking about this because it immediately makes me feel a sense of control over my own life. And whenever I bring light to this topic, it's really helpful for me because a lot of times I don't even realize when I've started to fall deep into these patterns. And that's where it becomes the most harmful. I don't think there's a lot of people going around saying, oh yeah, I'm stuck in a victim mentality, period. That's where we're at. I think most people are fully unaware that this is something we can fall into and that it can be in this in these subtleties. Oh my gosh, you guys, you know what's hilarious? I just took a break. I went to the bathroom and immediately my mind is thinking about how I could redo this or that detail about this re- this episode I just recorded and how I could be better and blah blah blah. I just have to laugh at myself at a certain point because I know my mind is is trying to look out for me 
wants the best for me, wants the message that I share today to really capture this idea that I had in my mind. But again, it's it's easy to just get stuck in this never-ending loop of it's not good enough, it's not ready, I could do it better, I know I could. So I really hope that this is relatable for people, um, can provide some value. Let me know. Please reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram is Sid Hewitt if you don't follow me. Um, Yeah, I would love to connect more. And yeah, have a beautiful rest of your day. I will see you next time.